Hi everyone and happy new year. I hope everyone is staying strong with the continued restrictions. Thank you so much for listening to the BHA podcast. It's Essie, your players rep here. And before I give the mic to Rambo, I wanted to give everyone a little message out there about the new BHA development Instagram page I've set up and why you should all follow and get involved. So the goal of the page is to share useful content for teams that provide help with not only hockey training and knowledge to help your own game, but also general running of your clubs. Now, for example, some content that you can expect to see is around topics like off-ice training, how to recruit new players or get sponsors, reinforcing safety, um, drills, and sharing just any beneficial education material from already existing platforms like the EIJ and the IIHF. Now, for anyone who's interested in improving their game and increasing hockey and general sport knowledge and just making the most out of your time at your BUIJ club, this page is definitely for you. Um, you can follow us at BUIJ Dev on Instagram, that is BUIJ Dev, and we'd really appreciate your support and getting involved with it. Now, that's all from me. Thank you, everyone, and back to you, Rambo. Oh, It's in the danger zone. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Oh, no, sorry. We're sorry, we're laughing. It's just that was bad timing. Sorry. Hello, everyone. It's Rambo here. Unfortunately, Nick is under the weather, and we weren't able to record our usual podcast. I was lucky enough last week to interview Ali Stead of Never Too Late to Learn Ice Hockey. She's marked her journey in ice hockey on Instagram. So here she is now, joining me from Alberta. Hello and welcome to Ali. Um, uh, Ali, all the way from Alberta, Canada. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. Um, and I'll just uh, to start us off, um, tell us a bit about how you got into hockey and what, what inspired you to take it up. So my mom was working at the local rink in town and there was a beginner, Lady Shinny, um, and she suggested I give it a try. Um, I'd never played before, so I decided I would go for it and got out there. The ladies were super awesome. Um, and yeah, I just haven't looked back since then. Just been learning ever since. Cool. And uh, just because we, we've got a lot of British listeners that maybe don't know, what what's Shinny? Okay, so Shinny is basically um, full equipment hockey. Um, but without a referee. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. And uh, had you skated before you before you went along to to the sort of the practice, or was that your first time skating as well? That was yeah. That was my first time. Like I I didn't even know how to put on the equipment. I literally sat at home like watching YouTube videos on like how to put on hockey equipment, like what order to put it on, and like I was so nervous and. Yeah, so everything was everything was new. Cool. And um, and how long ago was that when you first took it up? That was four years ago, almost five years ago, though. Right. Okay. So you've obviously progressed quite a bit, uh, judging by your Instagram. 
um, in that time. So um, what inspired you to document your, your progress um, with your new, your new adventure in ice hockey on Instagram? Well, it started off just like, I don't know, just kind of, I thought it'd be a cool idea just to have somewhere to compile progression videos. Um, and yeah, I kind of hoped that it would help inspire other people. So um, it's crazy that it's led to where it has, um, because that's exactly what I was hoping is that, you know, I'd be able to inspire um, a few people. I, I didn't expect uh, this many, but um, I, I'm just happy if like one person is impacted by it and, you know, is if it gives one person the motivation to go learn hockey or a, a new sport. Cool, cool. And um, and how how do you feel knowing that you've now got an international reach on Instagram with people all the way from Scotland uh, getting in touch with you to be on podcasts and things? Oh, that's awesome. I think it's really cool. Like it's hockey's really becoming such an international game. Like it's it's really reaching a lot of like niche countries where it it wasn't as popular of a sport before and maybe it still isn't, but it's it's growing everywhere around the world. So it's it's awesome to be able to impact uh, people from all over the world and to talk to people like yourself who are living in a different area. Like I know you guys probably don't have outdoor rinks, for example. And so like the way you guys uh, learn hockey and everything might be different with not having the same access or, you know, different access to ice and whatnot. So yeah, it's interesting. Cool. Um, yeah. And I, I saw a bit during the lockdown that you, uh, you were doing some stuff on roller skates, um, but the, the skates that you seem to be using uh, seem to be quite good for the, for edges and stuff. What, what type of skates were those? Um, is that, uh, like the, the outdoor ones? Yeah. For the pavement? Yeah. Yeah, those are uh, those are called Mars Blades. Um, they're really cool, actually. You can get uh, just the uh, wheels, like the frame, um, and you can actually get that attached to a proper skate boot. Um, so it's kind of nice if you have, like, a certain brand of boot that you like. You can get that attached to it, and then... Uh, Mars Blade also has uh, their own boot, which I hear are really, really great. Um, I haven't tried them, but yeah, so you can get the full package deal or you can just get the, the frames and put them on your own boots. And they're awesome because it allows you to practice anywhere for free. You don't have to pay for expensive ice time and you're not limited to a certain amount of time. You can literally just go anywhere and just practice for hours and yeah they're great for working on skating cool yeah because i was wondering because i tried to put my rollerblades on after about 10 years and just about fell over on the pavement because they were so sticky compared to ice skates so, <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah they're, they feel different they definitely feel a little bit different but yeah it's once you get used to them they're great because you can work on all your skating and whatnot but um just have to make sure you don't try to do any hockey stops <laughs> by <enough>. accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, what I was going to ask is, obviously, my my club has a lot of players who've played for a while, and, and some players who've maybe come across for Canada, from Canada for university. But we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of newer players, and across the BIHA, which is university um, set up in in Britain, and we have a lot of newer players. What advice would you give to someone looking to start a bit later? 
Um, I would suggest to to find like a a good group of people that you like skating with. Like if it's a a beginner hockey team, or you know, for the ladies, there's sometimes like ladies uh, hockey groups and stuff. So um, those are nice because you can have like a bit of a community where it's supportive. Um, and also, I would definitely suggest like learning to skate um, and focusing on that a lot because that really opens up the game and what you can do on the ice. Um, skating such an important skill in hockey, like probably one of the most important skills. Um, and it really allows you to do a lot more. And yeah, I would definitely prioritize that. Cool. Um, I was actually just the way to ask you, what, what was the the one skill you focused on the most when you started? But I presume that's maybe skating from your answer there. Yeah, skating and uh, specifically edge work. So working on like one foot balance and uh, one foot edge work. So for example, just balancing on one leg only and doing, you know, C cuts just on your inside edges or only using your outside edge um, or practicing doing tight turns, but only on one leg. So you're, you're really learning how to use both of your edges really well. Really important. Yeah, you've just uh, you've just made my mum uh, weep tears of joy a little bit there. She's uh, she's our skating coach and loves talking about edges. So. Oh, that's uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, n- now that you're you're a bit more established, and uh, I'm being honest, if you put if you put videos up and said that you've been playing for maybe 10, 10 or fifteen years even, I think I would have believed you quite quite easily uh, with the with the most latest stuff. Um, what's been your sort of your favorite moments or your 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 biggest milestones playing playing hockey so far um well that's a tough one I think uh I'd have to say like just the the personal achievements of like getting skills down of seeing progress like that's definitely like I know that's like kind of multiple milestones as you go but um yeah I would say for me that's like the biggest one um there's not really any like certain teams that I play for or tryouts or anything like that so for me it's it's more just those personal like milestones and hitting those is really rewarding just getting better at everything and seeing improvements is awesome okay and um are you are you playing for a team at the moment or are you are you just sort of playing a bit of pickup and things I do play on a team. Yeah, I'm in a, a co-ed league, mostly a men's league. There's a couple other ladies in the league. And right now we're shut down with COVID, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, that's where I've been playing recently. And, and so what, what position have you, have you picked up since you've, since you've started that? Um, I play forward. I started out as wing, um, but I prefer center. That's my favorite position. Um, I think it'd be really fun to play defense, but I definitely have to get a lot better at my backward skating to do that. But uh, maybe I'll get to try defense sometime in the future. Well, that's good. I I, uh, I like playing center, but I'm not fit enough to play center because you have to go into the ice. So it's a bit it's a bit much for me in my old age. But um, <laughs> so uh, obviously um, through through this this sort of winter patch, we see we've seen lots of videos all over Instagram, Twitter, and and Facebook, if you follow anything to do with hockey, of people uh, skating outdoors in, the, in this outdoor season. Um, where would you sort of recommend or the best places for maybe any tourists want to go and get catch some catch some skating outside? Yeah, that's a good one. There's there's a lot of nice places in Canada. Um, 
So some of my favorites are in Banff, Alberta. Um, we have some pretty incredible lakes out there. There's Lake Louise, which is iconic. It's definitely a world-famous location um, in Banff National Park. That'd probably be the number one lake to hit if you're ever out this way in Canada. Okay. Yeah, and it's funny you should say Banff because uh, uh, my uh, my fiance and I are, are looking at Banff as a potential honeymoon destination one day. Um, yeah, do it. It's so good. Yeah. Um. Do do you do you prefer playing outdoors or or indoors or, or do you just like playing hockey and don't really care where you're playing? <laughs> a bit of that, but um, I find it different. Like, uh, so indoors for games is nice with full equipment. That's definitely more. <clears throat> more of like a actual game like environment and I also find for skills practice um, I'm a little better focused indoors I can get into drills a little bit better um, with the outdoors I find you're it's like an unlimited time so you kind of just practice random stuff and um, which I also really like I, I like having that space where you have hours and hours of like endless time to just practice skills and just enjoy it right and it's it's really nice to get out in the fresh air and be skating as well I love going outside so it's really nice to get outside to do some skating and some practice yeah yeah I mean I think um in Britain we don't often get cold enough weather um or if we get really cold weather then there's snow all over the ice and we can't necessarily skate on it still um so the novelty of skating outside I think brings that special you know that special feeling and i'm sure in canada it's once a year you've got ponds for maybe two or three months is it or or is it less time yeah there? no at least at least two or three months it's yeah we're really lucky that lucky you're not lucky i mean it comes with the cold weather right <laughs> <laughs> yeah <exactly>. the minus 30s <laughs> no it's it's really nice so we're definitely lucky to have ice for um that many months of the year at least two or three i'd say yeah, I think the thing we find in Scotland is we get to sort of minus two and then people go out nice and that's which is notoriously kind of dangerous and has a lot of <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so um, obviously uh, we've talked a bit about you playing playing hockey and, and, and documenting all this. Um, have you found that you, like, have you been shocked at the number of people that are sort of, uh, that are now following you on Instagram and are you getting questions from people? Is there, is there good interaction there? I mean, what's it, how's, how's things going? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's been pretty crazy. Like, um, it's, it's been awesome. Like having so many people that are following along the journey, it's definitely really fun to get to share it with people. Um, and I do get a lot of messages from people that are, um, I guess like very motivated by it to, go and play hockey like they've always wanted to and we're always you know feeling like they were too old to start and so it's nice getting messages from people like that saying like hey I saw your your Instagram account and it motivated me to go and try hockey I'm starting this you know hockey skating lesson next week and it's awesome like to see people taking action and uh following following along kind of Okay. Okay. That's 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 good. I'm glad that it's sort of taken off, and it is a really good project because you often get sort of coaches and stuff that are, are putting their videos out, which are really useful in their own right. But then it's nice to have someone that started at that sort of ground level later on in the sort of I suppose in Canada most people 
are born and given a stick straight away. But it, it, did you find it hard to take it up a bit later, or was it or was it dead easy? Um, um, I I like I do wish I started as a kid, just because. Um, starting later, it's like you miss certain things that are hard to kind of like replicate as an adult. Like for example, um, with minor hockey, you get to do a lot of team practices and you get to learn how to do team drills, like how to do a breakout, how to do four checks. Um, and this isn't really something you get a chance to learn as an adult. You kind of just, uh, jump into recreational hockey. Um, usually they're called beer league and you just jump into that where, um, you don't really have team practices so you know for me I, I did find it difficult like trying to learn how to do a breakout off of a video or out of a picture in a book and then trying to just jump into a game and do it on the spot is uh, definitely challenging um, but other than that part of it like the skill learning I found uh, not to be too hard as an adult starting um, I guess just I don't know it's easier just to find videos and and learn from those videos. Um, I think the process is definitely like a little bit quicker as an adult, maybe because we can kind of streamline it and we know what we need to work on. Whereas a, a kid maybe is just playing for fun, um, which is awesome. But uh, definitely, I think it, it could take a little bit longer to learn your skills if you're not set up with a coach learning, you know, certain things through minor hockey. Um, so I think like as an adult, it's nice that we can really like streamline how we're learning and what we're learning and can kind of learn things a little bit quicker in some ways. Uh, cool. That's a really that's a really interesting point that um, I suppose you're right. As an adult, we, we know what we need to focus on, whereas a kid wants to learn how to go bar down maybe straight away instead of maybe learning how to speak <laughs> first and things. Totally. Um, now, um, did you did you play any other sports before you started ice hockey that that might have given you an advantage in, in, you know, in training for a sport already sometimes gives people an advantage when they when they start a new sport. Yeah, um, I played soccer for a few years when I was like four to seven or something like that. And then um, I did Taekwondo when I was like eight to 11, somewhere around there. So, yeah, I did. I did do some sports as a kid. So you're not a person to be messed with. That's clear. And uh, for for our British for our British listeners, um, she means football. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's right, football. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's all right. Um, now the other thing I was going to ask you about because we like to go off piste in the podcast um, from time to time. Um, you also, um, as far as I understand it, and I've, I've certainly I've, uh, listened to some of it, but you're also. Um, a guitar tutor I believe is that is that correct yeah I I run a full-time music studio teaching guitar lessons okay okay so, so yeah it's it's great it keeps me busy good stuff um so I've, I've done some one word kind of answer stuff now if you need to do two words then don't don't panic it's fine um just based on the guitar stuff uh largely because I thought we'd be completely out of time by now I thought if we don't get to this it won't matter so much but we've got a bit of time <laughs> um so uh the first thing I was going to ask you is uh f- who's your favorite guitarist oh that's such a hard one. Oh, oh I'm gonna go with right now Jeff Loomis current my he's my current favorite so it's Jeff Loomis and is is he from a certain band or something that's not someone I'm familiar with yeah he's uh he's like a guitar virtuoso so most most people probably don't know him but he's incredible guitar player that's all he does is shred (laughs) he's so good 
Well, that that's awesome because the one of the questions later on in my list is name one virtuoso we should all listen to. So um, that's hey, that's it. him. <laughs> that's him. Um, <laughs> the next thing I was going to ask you, uh, just a simple, quick, off the cuff question, and you're probably you might say something completely off the wall here, but uh, Fender or Gibson? Oh, Gibson. Oh, not what I expected. Uh, <laughs> Gibson, yeah. Oh, I like I love my Les Paul. It's my favorite. <laughs> well, the next question was Les Paul or SG. <laughs> Um, of course, Gibson do have other guitars, but I, that was only two that I knew the name of. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, hey, they're um, the two. They're the two big ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my my friend had a, a, a. He got gifted a Gibson by someone who didn't really. I think his uncle didn't really know what it was. He said, "I've got an old guitar. You can just kind of have." They were given a Les Paul. <laughs> so, oh wow, that's a great gift. <laughs> right uh, on. Yeah, um, and uh, do you prefer a humbucker or a single coil? Humbucker for sure. Yeah, if you've seen Gibson, you're seeing humbucker every time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, what, what, um, do you prefer playing acoustic or electric? Oh, that's a tough one too. Uh, I'd have to go if I had to pick. I'd have to go with electric. I, I'm a lead guitarist, so. Yeah, have to go electric. Okay, have you got have you got a band of your own you're in at the moment that you know people can go no, listen to? No, not at the moment. No, I uh, I was in a band for a while, but um, yeah, not not anymore. I'm just just uh, teaching full time now. So. Okay, and uh, who is the the last question on this list? Who is the um, the ultimate Canadian rock star? Ooh. That's a tough question too. You got lots of hard questions today. These are some <laughs> tough ones. Uh, let's go with Tragically Hip. That comes up a I'll lot say, when I ask yeah. Canadians about uh, about rock stars. Interestingly, um, I thought you might have went Neil Young, but Tragically Hip is another. Oh, that answer. I was I was gonna say Tragically Hip or uh, Rush. That was a tough one. True. That was gonna be my other one. Yeah. Excellent. Um, now, uh, you you're a you're from Alberta. Is your NHL allegiance in Alberta, or is it is it outside? Um, well, I actually I know this is terrible, but I don't actually watch hockey. I don't have TV, um, so I just see highlights on on Instagram and whatnot. So I I would say my favorite team is uh, Pittsburgh, just because I really love Crosby and watching his like edgework videos and stuff. So yeah, and he, he also scored possibly one of the most famous bad goals in Canadian history when he scored that winner yeah. against Ryan Miller in 2010. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I, I was going to ask you who you think's winning the cup uh, this year, but I, I guess if you're not watching a lot of it, you might not have any, any insight into that at, the, at this time. Yeah, I don't, not too much insight on that. I know this is terrible. I got to get on the hockey watching wagon here. Um, I, I gotta watch your listen to your podcast more and stay updated <laughs> yeah um well absolutely the more listeners we get if we can double our listenership by you listening then that would be perfect and <laughs> um, um, in term in terms of uh sort of local hockey teams around where you are you've mentioned obviously the co-ed league you're in is there is there a local women's league or a local sort of semi-pro league that folk can check out if they come to is it Banff you're from or is it or is it Calgary or something and I'm completely uh, Cal- yeah from Calgary right. from it, Calgary right so obviously you've got the flames there and uh I forget the name of the the junior team now yeah we have the the hitman is the yeah that's right the named other after, team named after Brett the hitman Hart, of course um 
do you, is there any other local teams in in the sort of in the Alberta area that we should be checking out? You know, maybe that they're not quite as famous, but a bit more niche. There's there's like a few junior teams. Uh, we have like a junior A team in town here, or sorry, junior B team in town. Um, and then yeah, just our two NHL teams in the province. Cool, cool. Um, our uh, our logo, the Steel Queens logo, is actually modelled on. Uh, do you remember? Is it the Calgary? Um, Inferno, the women's team. Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll send you I'll send you a, a photo of it um, later so you can you can see the comparison. But um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, just uh, I know that you've got you've got five minutes and you have to run off to your work. Um, but is there you know is there any advice um that maybe I've not sort of asked specifically about that you would you would give to people who you know, are, are, are new to the sport or people or maybe even just girls who maybe feel a bit intimidated if they've not got maybe a women's team in, the, in, the, in their locale as to how they should go about getting into hockey, uh, well, going about getting into a team rather than getting into the, the game. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would just say, like, just just get out there, right? Everyone's amazing. The, the hockey community is so awesome. Um, so I would just say to get out there, give it a try. Um, don't be afraid to be new at something don't be afraid to suck at it right you're you're gonna be new so um, don't be afraid of, of that and yeah i would really encourage anybody who wants to start playing hockey to get out there and try it cool cool and and and, and finally um before we do the the big shout out bit um for anyone who's not had the opportunity yet what would you recommend um to to order your first time going to tim hortons <laughs> you got to get the double double that's the famous one uh, and is that the was a double coffee double cream double sugar one a double double cream double sugar i believe i don't drink it personally it's not i, I love tim hortons but i take my coffee a different way but that's the famous one double double two cream two sugar i, I normally get a maple frozen latte um but i have yeah. had a double double in the past so that's you know, I've, I've ticked it off the list, so to speak. That's awesome. <laughs> um, right. Finally, uh, just um, we, we, we let all our guests do this. Is, is there anyone um, you would like to give a shout out to on the podcast? It's quite good for us because it then means that you blackmail them into listening and we get more listeners. So is there anyone that you, <laughs> you would like to give a big <laughs> shout out to? I love it. I'll shout out to all my followers. Check out this guy's podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a lot of people. If all if even a third of those listen to our podcast, that'll be absolutely massive. Um, so I thank be you. Awesome. Ver- I thank you very much for your time. I appreciate that it's probably not the most professional interview you'll ever get, but um, it was a bit of fun and it was really nice to sort of to chat to you after a, a few false starts. Anyway. Um, yeah no that was awesome Uh, thank you for listening to this uh, podcast and interview Uh, be sure to check out BHA development uh, page as uh, you would have heard from at the top of the show from Essie and also be sure to check out Rocket Grip uh, which we have a wonderful promotion with Uh, they provide custom grips which will protect your gloves and your stick um, and you get 20% off with the code BHA21 Um, so thanks for listening folks Um, we're now going to have you played out um, by Ali's old band Morius Feet um, with the song No Son of Mine.